Happy Thursday, Airheads. I'm back with a regular episode. My Love is Blind recaps will come out every Friday, so don't worry, you'll get your normal content. Not that you probably even care, and that's okay. Um, I don't really have anything interesting to start out with, except that it's, I believe, one degree outside, which makes me want to jump off a cliff. That is actually indeed my 13th reason why um, depression has set in. Love that for me. And I also wanted to share that these new Crocs came out. I don't know if you've heard of them. If you've seen them, you're probably, it's a good thing if you haven't seen them, but I was at DSW the other day, or no, 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 off-Broadway. I was at some shoe store getting some shoes because I couldn't wear sandals to an engagement party, and that was all that I brought, and so I needed boots, but I ended up seeing Croc boots. Yes, you heard that right. So, they're fur-lined Crocs, and then they have a lining that makes it into a boot, and I bought it. Yes, I did indeed spend $60 on them. Was that stupid? Was that idiotic? Yes and yes. Do I regret it? Actually, kind of yes. But I, I don't, I don't know. They're really comfortable, even though they're beyond hideous. So just bear with me. And not that you're going to see them anyways, but they're cute. I think everyone should have a pair of croc boots. <laughs> and neither of the things that I just talked about have anything to do with today's episode. Today's episode is going to be kind of sad, kind of dark. I'll try to throw in some comedic relief where I can. But I wanted to talk about something that's so relatable. And now that I have been watching Love is Blind, it kind of takes me back to that. And so, without further ado, today's episode is about cheating. Cheating, being cheated on, the whole kit and caboodle. That's what today's episode is about. And I just want to begin with saying that cheating is the most humbling experience any human can receive in this life or the next life. (laughs) I really do think that. Nothing puts you in your place quicker than being cheated on nothing, nothing at all except maybe dying. And I personally never thought that I was the type to get cheated on. And I mean that in the way that I typically date guys who are, uh, what's the word? Like I'm out of their league. I don't date guys that are, at least in looks, like I date guys that I feel like are less attractive to me. And that may sound really shitty, but I have a theory about this later on. And I, that, it's never failed me in the past except once. And I mean, even the, like, I don't know. So I never thought I was the type to get cheated on. In fact, I was always told, and I'm not even kidding, because I'm a flirt. And so I guess it kind of makes sense. I was told that I was more of the type to cheat than be cheated on. I have been told that many times. It is a weird thing to be told. I don't know why. Um, but I have been told that. So it was all the more shocking to me, shocking, humiliating, devastating, whatever the word, when I did actually get cheated on by someone who I and many others viewed as definitely less attractive. So it was a huge hit to the ego. And I'm just being completely transparent and honest. Total hit to my ego. I've never felt more off center, truly. Um, it 
ruins the view that you have of yourself when you're cheated on because you think, am I not pretty enough? Am I not skinny enough? Am I not whatever? It really, really ruins your self-image and it takes a lot of time to view yourself as who you are, who you actually are rather than who you view rather than viewing yourself in their eyes and why you were cheated on. And it takes a lot of self-growth and self-reflection to realize that being cheated on is not personal, typically. Like, it's not something that you should take personally because that was their own personal decision, personal issue. Really nothing against you, what you look like, or who you are. So, after all that, I, you know, I, I've, I'm, to be honest, I maintained my confidence even throughout that, but it definitely, it did take a hit in that. And I think that people can resonate with that. Um, people can understand the feeling of total self image destruction, which is really sad, but it's totally a side effect of being cheated on. Most people, if not all people, think that being cheated on is the ultimate betrayal. Like, you cannot come back from that. It is the very end-all be-all, the deal breaker. But that is really easy to say until it happens to you because people are always like, I'm going to dump him. You know, he's dead to me. I'm going to, you know, whatever. And it is super easy to say those words. And then it happens to you. And then you're really in a mental battle of and I mean a real mental battle of like, why did this happen to me? What should I do? How can I move forward? Should I move forward with this person? Should I take a break? You know, there's there's tons of questions you're asking yourself. So it's a lot easier said than done. And I just think that people should be a little bit more understanding of that when people are like, oh my God, why would they stay with that person? It's like, you have no idea what that relationship was like what it will be like you just can't say and it's and it's very easy to judge and i can say that because i've judged and i have been cheated on and i have stayed in a relationship where i was cheated on so i think i have some experience and to be fair love makes you stupid it's the truest phrase in the world when you're in love you don't know why you do the things that you do or what you will do or why you you know you just don't know because it really, it makes you blinded. You have those rose-colored glasses, especially when you're in the early stages or if you really are in love and if you really are happy. And that's the scariest when you're so in love and so happy and you feel like things are going great and then you're, you get cheated on. Doesn't add up. Like, correlation does not equal causation in the slightest, but it's true. Love makes us dumb, and that also needs to be taken into consideration because if you've never been in love, then you don't know what I'm talking about, but if you have, you know that sometimes you do unexplainable things or things you may not have done in the past. It's just the way that it is. But I wanted to speak to a theory that I've developed, and I've expressed this to multiple people, friends, family, um, and I want to share it with you guys because I really do think it's a perfect theory. I have a theory that you, because most people have the idea that if you date people who are uglier than you, they'll never cheat on you because they're already with the best that they can probably get. Well, I have the opposite theory and I'll explain why. My theory is that if you date someone who is aesthetically or in social aspects more physically attractive than you, they will never cheat on you. 
And the reason for that is because those people know that they could do better than you. They've probably had better than you aesthetically, but they actually like you for you because they know that they could physically do better, but they like your personality and they like you and that's why they're with you. And so they're not going to cheat on you because they've already had that. They know what that's like. So they don't need to explore what else is out there, which is normally where cheating stems from. And that's just facts. And I swear this is true. I absolutely swear this is true. So I've thought to myself, I'm like, well, maybe I should start dating up. But again, sometimes the people that are up just don't like you. (laughs) Because normally people do like people that are physically attractive and maybe even out of their league, but those people don't like them back for those reasons. So it's kind of a theory that's hard to prove, but I believe in it whole wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly, I believe in it. And I can speak from it from my situation because I have dated both people who are like more attractive than me, less attractive than me. I would say this is all based on my opinion or what people have told me, but I wouldn't cheat on the people who are less attractive than me because I know what it's like to have a more attractive person. And that person ended up being a total asshole. So this is why I go for personality over looks. Um, Personality way outweighs looks to me. Um, Not to say that the people I date aren't attractive. Like that is not at all what I'm saying. They're just because I find them attractive, but some people wouldn't. It's very opinion, you know, it's very subjective and that it's all up for debate. But that is my theory that you should date people who are actually out of your league because they already, they, they like you for you. They already know what's out there. They don't need to explore it any further. And this is because we've always, again, we've had that theory that the men, if you date men who are less attractive than you or women or whatever, they won't cheat on you because they seem to have the best. Well, hi. I'm here to debunk that fucking theory. I've seen it play out in real time because it literally is what happened to me. Subpar and even below par looking men swear that once they get a girlfriend who's like hot shit or just really pretty or, or just out of their league in the slightest, even a iota bit better looking than them, that they can now pull any anyone in anything, any Tom, Dick, or Harry that they want. And I'm just here to tell you that that is so wrong. Like, no. And it's and it's so funny. It's actually a really funny, hilarious reality check, like, slap to the face. Because when they do actually try to go out and get someone even better than the person they had, they can't. Like, that's just not how it was. That person isn't even in your radar. Like, they're not even looking at you. And so, I think it's actually really funny, that reality check, when they do try to do that. And it's even hilarious when they cheat. And usually, the person they cheat on you with is below par looking as well. So, I just want to say that if you're going to cheat on me or on anyone, at least make it worth it at least make it something interesting. But I will say that this this is for people who normally don't have money because people with money can can actually truly date anyone in anything doesn't matter what they look like. Um so that's that I'm here to I'm here to say that that's the only I think outlier from my theory, but that I believe that theory uh, it's stead proof. It's solid. So, if you don't agree with me, then you're wrong. I'm sorry. That's just, that is truly what it is. Um, one time my ex told me, we were like out getting coffee. 
I was, again, a teenager because most of my exes I dated, like, prior to being 21 or 22. And he told me we were getting coffee. He was like, hey, babe, like, I think... Yeah, I don't, I don't know how you feel, but I think we're pretty even on looks. Like, we're on an even keel. We, we are on the same level of attractiveness. And I'm not kidding you when I spit out my iced Snickers latte at, at the table, at the pure audacity and lie that just spewed out this man's mouth. And he really believed it. He really believed it. And that, that's what made it funny because I was like, this, this is hilarious because no one would agree with that. Not his friends, not my friends, not his family, probably not. Well, his family, maybe, but not my family, you know, no one. If you're looking at us in the dictionary, you know, we're under different categories. So I was like, yeah, that is, um, laughable. And he was like, why are you laughing? Like, what's so funny about that? And I didn't even explain it because I was like, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna let him revel in this. I'm going to let him have his moment. And I just said, oh, the coffee just got stuck in my windpipe. I'm so sorry. My apologies. Yeah, that was not the case at all. I was so, I was shocked. Truly shocked. You guys should have seen my face. But nonetheless, when you get cheated on, you develop the worst jealousy issues. And I mean the worst. That, that green-eyed, monster it really burns into your soul because then you start thinking like okay if you can do this to me what else are you being dishonest about so it really infiltrates like every other aspect of your relationship even if everything else is good and fine and dandy now it's not because you're like everything is lie you sit on a throne of lies like everything like what you just you feel so wronged and you just know that everything else has to be wrong too and it's so you know not not to mention it's so hard to let go of that fear of being cheated on when it has turned into a reality like after you've been cheated on you know that it can happen to you and that's also why it's so humbling because you're like wait this actually can happen to me i am not safe from this I, you know, it can happen to anyone and everyone, and it does happen to anyone and everyone. So if you think you've never been cheated on, you probably have. I'm sorry. It's just the truth. People are horrible, okay? People are really, really horrible. So it's just hard to let go of the fear of being cheated on the future when you know that it has happened to you, and you you just can't ever really get rid of that fear because it's such a traumatic experience, truly. It takes a sledgehammer to your trust and to and it just builds up those walls. Yep, builds it up more concrete, more mortar, more everything. Those walls are levees now. Like Hurricane Katrina couldn't break your fucking walls down. It's not happening. Like a level four tsunami couldn't do it. Oh, I don't, I don't even know the levels of tsunamis, but it couldn't do it. Okay. You're, you're, you're a broken person. And if you're like me, I already had like mad trust issues. Okay. Mad trust issues. I have both mommy and daddy issues. I got a lot of shit. And so this, when this happened to me, I was like, fuck, I don't trust anyone. I don't trust you. I don't trust you. I don't trust my family. <laughs> you know, I, I don't trust a single fucking person because the person that I thought that I loved and thought loved me had the sheer audacity and kahunas to do that to me. Like, fuck off. 
So it was, it's a very emotionally damaging, horrifying experience. I don't recommend it to anyone. Obviously, you don't really have a choice in being cheated on. If you did, wow, we'd all be in a better mental place, wouldn't we? We really would. And it sucks because I personally have always been a very emotionally capable, strong, and confident person. And I'm not tooting my own horn. That's just true. Like, I've been through a lot of obstacles in my life, and I've really become a person who can handle obstacles. I can handle things being thrown my way. But that, that, and it was, I was a mm, freshman in college. Like I was maybe two weeks into college when this happened to me. And so I was already dealing with so much change in my life, like moving into a dorm, starting college, starting my majors, meeting people, partying. Like I was already in the fucking trenches, the foxholes. And I didn't, I was, it was, I was pissed. It was horrible. That shit really hurt my feelings. It really did. And not only that, but now you have an imprinted fucking visual in your mind. And it's impossible to get rid of that shit. It's impossible to not think about it. It's impossible to not have nightmares about it. It's impossible to get rid of. Or just just continually worry about it happening to you again. Like, you never want to leave that fucking person's side now. You're like, what, what are you up to? This is why motherfuckers look through people's phones, Okay people have trust issues. And this is why reassurance is so fucking important. And it's not hard to do. It's really not. And communication. Communication would probably prevent all cheating, but you know, whatever. What, what do I know about anything? Now, being cheated on, believe it or not, is not the worst relationship faux pas that's ever happened to me which is funny. Um, and to just give a little bit about what happened to me, my ex-boyfriend, again, cheated on me when I was a freshman in college. He had gone to another college party. I guess he was really drunk. Again, I wasn't there for it. And apparently it was just a kiss, is what I was told. Um, but who, who the fuck knows? I wasn't there. And I found out from someone who I didn't know, but I went to high school with. Like, she had DM'd me on Twitter. Like, this shit was over Twitter. And I was actually out shopping with my grandma at the time. So I found out when I was with my grandma, which is really bad for my ex because my grandma hated him ever since then. She, she never got over it herself. She's one of those people who's like, if you hurt my children, I'm fucking coming at you with knives. Like we're going at it. Yeah. Big yikes. And so I was distraught and I also didn't believe it. Like, I really, like, my ex was always so staunchly, like, I would never cheat on you. Loyalty was his foundation. Like, that was his personality. He was loyal. So utterly loyal. So, I never had a reason to question him because he's such a sweet person and, like, has never done anything in the past. And, yeah. So, I just, I never thought. I never thought it could happen. And then he did that shit. And so, I confronted him about it, obviously. And he lied. He totally denied it. And then I called everyone else. I called the friends he was with and they were like, yep, it happened. His best friend outed him. Yeah. Shitty friend. Real shitty friend. I'm not going to lie. Like, if my friend asked me to lie for her about that, I, I would probably do it. I mean, so I'm sorry, but it's just true. Um, so, but he told me. So then I knew and he just, there was no coming back from it. He was like, yeah, yeah, I was, I lied to you. And he was never going to plan on telling me. 
he was, which is, you know, I kind of get it. That's super embarrassing. Um, it's very difficult for his pride, whatever. I could give less of a fuck, though. That is his burden to carry. That will always be his burden to carry. It's certainly not mine. But I never understood the dishonesty because it really, that hit me hard. And it just adds like a whole nother ass layer to get over when you're already getting over like the fact that they cheated on you. And again, there's no coming back from lies like that. But I did choose to stay with that person because I thought and I really went through like a whole mental process. Um, I always do before I make any decision. And I thought that that my love for them was bigger than the mistake that he had made. Of course, I was also taking into account, though, that it was just a kiss. So we know. And had it been sex or something, I would like to think that I would have gotten out of it. Um, and I think I would have. But the kiss, I was like, I... I guess, I don't know. I thought it was more okay than other forms of cheating. And some people may disagree with me on that. It's okay. I mean, either way, obviously, I should have ended it. But um, I was trying to keep that in mind as well. And ultimately, though, I never got over it, ever. And I always held it over his head. And when we would have arguments, I would be like, this is a pattern. And... Um, not the cheating. I mean, as far as I know, it never happened again, but just, I don't know. Um, I was just like, oh, so now you do this and you do this. And it was a whole thing. And it obviously got very toxic and unhealthy. And it's really funny because he had always expressed to me that he was afraid that I would cheat, but then he ended up being the one doing it. And yeah, (laughs) goes to show you. And like I said, I stayed it seemed so small to me in comparison to other forms of cheating. And I did feel like he truly regretted it and was dedicated to working on it and coming back from it and being all the more stronger for it. And I could see that it was clearly eating away at him. It was causing him a lot of stress. It was all he could think about. He knew how much it had hurt me and that only hurt him more. So there were a lot of factors. And it's really irritating to me because there's so much stigma around staying with the person who cheated on you. And People are judged for not standing up for themselves, for being doormats, for accepting the behavior and not having boundaries and why yada, yada, yada. But it's so much more complicated than that because there's so much more to consider. It's a very tangled web of things. And it's like I said earlier, it's not as easy as you claim it to be. And if you're not speaking from experience, then you're not speaking from anything at all just what you would like to think you would do. And it's never that easy, especially, you know, I had been in this relationship for two years at that point. I had so much going on elsewhere in my life. And I really did think that that was going to be my, my person. And it's shitty that I thought that, but you know, at the time it, it was the right choice for me, I thought. And I don't really regret it because I got a lot of great memories out of that relationship further on. And I, so I wouldn't say I regret it, but there's, there's, you know, and it's obviously very humiliating. It is very humiliating, humiliating, not only for yourself staying with that person, but also, or having it even happen to you in the first place, but having to explain or talk about it with other people. Like that shit sucks. It's 
shameful in a way, especially because we are judged for staying with that person. So it, it's already humiliating in and of itself. And then not only that, you're going through a whole self-blame process. What did I do? Am I not doing enough for him? Why isn't he happy in our relationship? You're not enough. And it's not just the act of cheating. In fact, it's, you know, the premise of cheating sucks, but the deeper part of the hurt is that it's the why that's so hard to heal from. Why did this happen to me? What did I do to deserve this? What were you lacking from me? And it's shitty because it shouldn't be a self-blame process. That person made an individual personal decision to go out and do that. They didn't have to. They weren't they should have never been compelled to, you know, it's a, they made a choice and that choice is so separate from you and they can blame it on you all you like or all they like, but it's, it's, it's them and it's their fault and they need to take the blame for it. And obviously that comes from after the fact, hindsight is twenty twenty. but you know, and I will say that some people are able to recover and reconnect and maybe even form a stronger bond but for most couples, that's not the reality. And it really takes a certain type of person, a strong motherfucker, to be able and willing to do that. And we see people who are actually married do it all the time because, you know, they have kids and they have way more foundational things to consider than someone like me who's 22 and, you know, just figuring out life in general. So, we have, you know, just stop the judgment because you have no idea that what that relationship is like, point blank, period. Um, and again, I would like to think I wouldn't accept that behavior now just because I know how much it wrecked me last time and totally destroyed my relationship. I have more expectations now and I have, I do just in general have a better like standard and understanding of myself. So I would like to be like, fuck fuck you like that's not I'm not accepting of that so I don't know but I'm not saying it's excusable because cheating is simply not excusable um but there is a certain level of understanding um and that's actually helps you take it less personally when really trying to get to the bottom of things so I will say that um there's never an excuse but there is always a reason and normally it has nothing to do with you and I also don't think that once a cheater, always a cheater. I think for many people, there's a learning curve and growing up and just getting older. Um, and it also usually comes with meeting someone that you actually really want to be with and don't ever want to hurt. But I do believe that you'll always be a cheater in the respect and context of that relationship. Like once someone is cheating, cheated on you in that relationship, they're always going to be the cheater to you. That just never goes away, unfortunately. But the biggest thing is that if you are going to cheat, just break up with the goddamn person, okay? I don't know why it's so hard, because if you really didn't want to be with them, it shouldn't be that difficult. The emotional fallout from cheating on someone is never worth it never worth it. And let's be honest, cheating is really just bottom barrel behavior. Bottom barrel, like the worst. And of course, being single is better than being cheated on. 
and disrespected. <laughs> so I hope everyone stays safe out there um, from being cheated on, really, but also from the ice because it's fucking cold outside. But yeah, I hope this wasn't too dark or too personal or whatever. I just have a lot of thoughts on this topic because it really affected a lot of my life and it has really impacted like me moving on with dating and meeting other people so with all that being said i hope you guys have a great rest of your week and again stay safe out there so i don't know how do i normally of course the it's ginger spice and everything nice talk to you guys next thursday and watch out for that love is blind recap episode two coming at you tomorrow all right bye guys